Shady Pines Radio. Welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. Uh, I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And of course, this day, we have the lovely Bradford Franks. Hello, everybody. Good evening. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, Self-titled Portland's Blind Fool. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a lot of interesting things. Uh, We're going to really bear into the soul of a human being for like (laughs) 20 minutes. Uh, Be ready with some some fucking Kleenexes, folks. Uh, We may have made a human being cry today but to be fair it's not because of a thing i said that was mean this time and i think that's important to point out and if you want to know how any of that is going to make any sense keep listening after this i've got something to say so i made a sticker today and it matters quite a lot to me because it's for my band hi you may know me my name's zandy singer for the fist mitts and when I need high-quality stickers for cheap and quick, I go to StickerNinja.com. From classic bumper stickers to sticker business cards, they got what you need to promote your band or business. These full-color, waterproof, UV-resistant stickers are tough enough to last through the band's breakup to the reunion tour with free domestic shipping. And right now, you can use the code SPR10 and get 10% off your order. Go to StickerNinja.com and support your locals today. What do you like about the Shady Pines Radio app? I like how I can check my stocks with just a click of a button. Uh, it, it doesn't do that. I love all the videos of laughing babies. Um, last time I checked, there wasn't any laughing babies on there. I like how it finds me hot sticks in my area. Okay, it definitely doesn't do that. Guys, I'm talking about the Shady Pines radio app for Apple and Android, available for free on Google Play or the Apple App Store. Now, it doesn't check your stocks or have laughing babies, and you won't find studs with it, but it's your key to Shady Pines radio, where you'll find new and diverse music from Portland locals to all around the globe, along with Portland local information, opinion, spoken word, and more, with links to our schedule, social media and live chat it's your app for all things shady pines radio here give me your phone download it for free now and start listening there see how easy that was oh that owl's kind of cute you got his number
welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing. <laughs> I'm a little high, okay? It's fine. I'm your host, Chris. This is my co-host, Charlie. I'm Charlie. And today's special guest is Bradford Franks, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. Welcome to the Sanctum, the Everything and Nothing House. I don't know if we got to come up with a name. For the we've, we've never really found one for our, our new superhero duo, uh... Layer, <laughs> the, the pod cave. I don't. Know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no to that one. I'm gonna veto that one. The pod cave does not sound good. That sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like, one of the chambers that the aliens from Alien has in their bunker house, and I'm not good with that. I don't like that. Sounds like it's the beginning of like a, a Dungeons and Dragons uh, adventure. You wake up in the pod cave. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Let me let me roll for perception. We've got some dice. <laughs> we're not playing, prepared for this. Dang it. That's a different pocket. That's everything in games. That's right. We we do that as well though. <laughs> uh, Bradford, how are you, buddy? Man, I'm doing great. I'm coming off a good, pretty good high. We had a had a great open mic last night at Catalina's Mexican Restaurant. And That's true. Yeah, you were there. You did awesome. It was it's, it was good times, and I, I was glad for the turnout. Hell yeah! I uh, I vaguely made a friend there. Uh, uh, Eric's friend Bobby uh, was outside, and uh, I tried to tell her how I felt about my set, and then she got mad at me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could feel it. I lost everybody right at the end. And she was like, no. Like, she was like, no, I saw it. You thought you lost us. We got quiet because we're listening. And I'm like, Chelsea tries to tell me that. I think I was out there when I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, getting yelled at by people, making friends. It's, uh... Good. It was a great night of comedy. It was a great night of comedy. It was so smooth. Everybody came out and pulled their A game. We had a great lineup of folks, and it worked so smoothly. Curated mics are great for that. Honestly, you uh, you made a good call. How do you, what do you think about that banner? That. A little too ostentatious? No, 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 no. Pretty Without perfect? the banner, uh, it it would have come off more like karaoke jockey trying to do something else. But the banner but made... the banner helps it look more official. More, uh, more official. Yeah. More, more professional. I'm good. Good. I'm glad we went out and did that. Now, now, it's just, so, it's myself and Eric Island. Uh, we're the co-hosts, and, uh, you know, I, I let him take, you know, I didn't, I, I, not, I didn't let him. We just talked about it, and was like, hey, Eric, why don't you just take the lead on this one, and I'll do the time. And then next week, next time, you know, I'll be the MC. Yeah. You know, and so we'll bounce it back and forth and have some fun with it and see, you know, and grow the dynamic. I, I loved how it worked last night. It just, it felt like we'd already been doing this for a hundred times before. It was just, it was, it was so smooth. I, I'm, I'm still, I, I can't, I can't get over it. I've been talking to myself about it. I've listened back to my own set a hundred times. It's, it was a good time. That was great, man. It was man. a good time. Good time. I fucking, uh, I love getting comedians on here because one of the uh, questions I like to ask everybody really is, how did you get into comedy? Ooh, that is a good question, and I'm happy to answer. So, I've always been a fan of comedy for a long time. I, I remember you know, listening to albums while I was deployed overseas, uh, uh, and then in, in college, Dane Cook was kind of a big thing, and... Uh, there's a lot of things that he did. I remember sitting with friends in, in the driveway and we put in a put on an album 
and would just sit sit out there and get high and listen to some comedy and then and just laugh and uh you know and as i got more into it, it was like okay let me figure out a little bit more so i got to i got to really learn about like the history of it but i was always just a just a fan really just a just a fan and then two years ago in uh in 2019, October 16th, 2019, I lost my sight. Now, uh, you know, anybody who's listened to this who knows me, uh, you know that my vision is not quite blackout blind. You know, I, I have some modicum of vision. We can always speak to that on a, on a different level. But it occurred to me that what else am I going to do with life? And I've been such a fan of comedy well, what could be funnier than a blind man getting on stage and telling jokes? Because as far as I know, there's not a single other blind comedian anywhere. Ever. I did find one British guy. One British man. Um, but he hasn't done anything in like 10 years. Okay. There's nobody... Now, I've sent feelers out, and I might be wrong, you know, I, and I don't know everybody. Maybe there's another blind comedian working in New York Circuit or San Francisco Circuit, so, something that I don't know about, but as far as I know, and I've never seen anybody do it. So I made a goal for myself. Well, this sounds like a pla something I can do. I've got a lot of stories. I spent time in the Army. I've been a teacher. I've owned a business. I've got a crazy childhood. I've moved all over the place. All right, I've got stories to tell. Where can I come up and how do I make these funny? You know, and uh, so my first night, and I'm going to give props to Bram Kennedy for this. During the, the high times of the pandemic back in August of last year, you know, everything was shut down. And Bram was posting about his underground dumpster fire comedy. And we would show up at these most random <laughs> places. There's a loading dock, you know, there's pallets. It's all, we're, we're under cover of darkness, you know. <laughs> the owners of the place could show up at any moment and kick us off. The police could show up at any moment and arrest us. It was very dicey, but it was dangerous and it was fun. And so we got out there. And the very first night I did comedy was, that was the first time I walked into a strip club being blind. And it's just been a fun roller coaster since then, you know, from a blind man walking into a strip club to... Now I host a show. Sometimes I get invited to things. Sometimes I get to be on podcasts. <laughs> and uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm living my best life. I never never could have foreseen something like this. You know, pun both unintended and intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm enjoying it. And, and I think that's a pretty fairly succinct way to say of how I got here. Nice. You can ask me more, and I'll I, yeah. I'll give you all sorts of details. <laughs> I like to talk. Don't worry about it. I can I can run this microphone all night long. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> I love that you're you're first. At, you were like, I'm gonna do comedy, but I want to do it when it's a felony. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's my time to shine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> How do I how do I get these two to go together? Bram <laughs> Kennedy. That's that makes sense. <laughs> uh, it's been awesome. I have to you know, and I have to give a lot of love to to East Side Bar mm -hmm. Grill with the Dirty Angels Entertainment, uh, Tyrone and Courtney, High Jinx and Wild Child. Um, 
they believed me in me a lot sooner than I think I probably maybe deserved. But they gave me a good opportunity, and I'm glad that I've been able to shine for them when I've when they've given me the opportunity. So um, without them, I don't, I'm not I'm not entirely certain how much further I'd be in comedy. But they've given me opportunities to be like, okay, I, I'm I'm on the right path. I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm doing this the right way. I mean, most of the time they're the only open mic I hit throughout the week. Uh, ever since the pandemic hit. Because, like, I had, I had just stopped doing comedy for a long while. I think, like, a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, just because, you know, I grew up uh, crazy. <laughs> and so my brain went, cool, lockdown is the same as a long freeze. Mm. So I'm just going to hole up and just establish cabin fever for however long it takes for this to all blow over. Uh, and it turns out that, I'm told by my therapist, is not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird for me looking at it because, because because the timing of my blindness and the timing of the pandemic line up like fairly close real close yeah. so i lost my sight so i was already isolated and then the pandemic hit and now we are physically isolated and so i was i would just you know, beating my head against the wall. Basically, I need to get out. Like, yeah, I'm an I'm I'm an outgoing extrovert. I'm a no. I'm a big person. I'm a I'm, a I'm a big personality. <laughs> I got a lot of things going on. I don't know if anybody's figured that out yet. Thank goodness I don't drive. I would, yeah. I would definitely own the fastest car I could possibly have. I'd get, I, and I'd be on a motorcycle again. I'm a Harley man. I, I, I've wanted a motorcycle I'm, for forever. I'm, I miss. I miss. I don't specifically it. want a Harley. I miss it. I miss wearing, and I always wore a slick jacket, or a slick. I, I never put patches on it. I'm not going to join your fucking group. Right. I'm not going to join your gang or whatever. I'm like, not about that. I'm on my Harley because I enjoy it. <laughs> That's what most people should do. They should just enjoy it. But I understand, you know, family. Everybody finds family in different ways. Uh, I'm getting off you point. You found it in comedy. <laughs> I found it in comedy. I found, you know. Sir, whatever oh, yes. the point is, is whatever you say the point is at this point in time. So I, you are Chris, never off point. Chris, have you explained the show yet? <laughs> no, actually, I did less explanation for this than I have for any other show we've ever done. I, and to be fair, you probably don't need it, but <laughs> the show is everything and nothing, and there is no point to anything. And okay. that's the whole Except there's, but Chris, we have we have only one segment on one this segment show. On the show, the mental health check-in. <laughs> so we've done we've done the intro. We've done as a. This is just how have you been since the soft apocalypse has begun? As and clearly, that's a pr pretty sensitive time for everybody. But but uh, yeah, well, more importantly, with the mental health check-in though, is how are you maintaining? If you are, and if you're not, this is a great place to vent. Mm. How have I maintained during this time of apocalyptic tragedy? Yeah, um, I've been fascinated by how the news has worked. I have been personally, at some points, desperately alone. I felt very. Uh, dismayed at some points 
and then you watch the news and you watch other people and you have these different interactions and different conversations and you hear how everybody else is reacting and dealing with things and you sit there and you think about it and you're just like my god this is really a thing it's a thing and and how everybody deals with it and treats it is 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 fascinating to watch you know especially given my level of Interaction, how how I'm able to get. I, I can only hear y'all so much. You know, I can't. Yeah. I, everything else is just a little bit foggy. But I get to hear from y'all, and I and I'm able to craft this image in my head, and I'm watching all this, and I'm just. I feel for my friends who are dealing with struggles, mm-hmm. and I feel like I know that struggle, being separated, being isolated, dealing with something that you don't understand, dealing with with a problem I have dealt with it by entirely too much consumption of alcohol (laughs) we can be honest (laughs) if it makes you feel any better uh, we've done some some number calculations here that's like 80% of the answer we get a lot of alcohol a lot of alcohol and 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 I'm and and I'm I'm a bit embarrassed at times about the amount of alcohol that I drink because I've been to AA meetings and I couldn't tell you how many chips I've thrown away (laughs) <laughs> that's an AA joke and everybody who knows knows exactly what I mean you can call it NAAA or any other one you've been to those meetings you know hell, I mean, I, you had to start back over because you got back off that wagon right step one. And, then, and then and then and then at some point you say well okay well it's not the fact that I drink too much I just don't drink the right way and then they throw all these other phrases you know one is too many and a thousand is never enough and okay yeah we got it alright but you know what it's interesting I'm still here. I disagree with all of my alcohol use to a great extent. I figure I should probably smoke way more weed. But I don't know, man. There's just something about that little drink. And so mental health check, right? I drink too much. It should come down. Um, it would always, if, if you're my friend, I would, I would say you see me out there in the world. You say, hey, Brad, don't you think... Three boneyards is enough. Don't you think you've had too many shots? Just stop. I've always wanted my friends to actually help. And sometimes I've relied on my friends. And sometimes I say, well, Brad, he's a grown man. He can figure it out. But if my friends love me, then they love me. And I want love with my friends, associates or otherwise. I always want to pass the goodwill. And I would gladly step up for you if you would just... Please step up for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. One thing I will say is that there is balance in that, right? You are correct that you cannot rely on another person to do that. That is unfair. Um, And even you... I I feel like you're in a good spot with it, right? You don't have the expectation that it will happen. But boy, would it be nice. It would be nice. I get that. And and I... You know, I've... Over this past year getting to know the comedy community there are some great people here everybody i mean i don't have a bad word to say about anybody i know that there's a couple of names and i'm not going to mention them here because it doesn't matter there are there are apparently a, 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 a small handful of comics or wannabe comics or had been comics who make their rotations through 
And I, that sounds like a bad place to be. Those don't sound like very good people. I try to just be respectful of everybody. And if I'm wrong about something, just correct me. Yeah. I'll fix myself. I, I have no problem correcting it. And, and I've had really good conversations with different people throughout the community because there's, there's different sides, all right? And, and, and there are different voices that need to be told. And it's important to listen to the entire breadth of the community and not just focus on one single part. Everybody's out there just trying to tell their story. They're just trying to have this human experience and tell what they're doing. And we as comedians, if we are comedians, we need to understand that every single one of us is coming at from a different perspective. It's like a diamond, all right? And there's a lot of facets to that diamond, all right? You and I maybe only occupy one little corner, but we're all as comedians that full diamond. And through that, all of our light gets ex expelled and we get to see it all. That's the best imagery I could make up right now. <laughs> I hope you're following me because I've been thinking about that forever. I think the entire com comedy community, we are the diamond. We are the truth. We are the one that shines the light through. We are the prism by which all of our voices and experiences are reflected to the communities. So when our audiences come up and they hear that and they hear they relate to what you were saying in your joke right then and there, they're like, I'm so glad I'm here. And I saw that last night. We had a show. <laughs> You're still pumped. We can tell. They should be. It was, it was a great show. I enjoy... I, there is a lot of love in the Portland com comedy community. I respect every single one of them. I have, I have, I, I learn something from everybody. I'm continually inspired, especially the ones that have risen high, like Mr. Adam Posse. You know, I that man is. He he gave me a really good boost, and I I'll, I'll respect him forever. Uh, Alex Falcone, you know, Brett oh, Lowry. Man. Brent Lauer, there's, I can't say enough about that man. It's a shout out time. Hello, folks. <laughs> there's a I, lot of people <laughs> I could name forever. I could probably not name enough people, you know, but I have a lot of love and respect for everybody. I've learned so much, and they've helped me along the way so much. And I hope that I, I can, you know, repay them for the support they've given me. I, I haven't learned it all yet. I still feel like an amateur. Yeah. Well, you've only have, been in the game like a year, have, year and a half. I have no idea. I'm just talking out of my nonsense right now. But well, I, I, I love them, and they're they're good people, and and I respect them. I'm gonna, I need to shut up for about half a second. <laughs> and, absolutely, <laughs> and absolutely, some of the people you've mentioned already, uh, Wild Child and uh, Hijinx, they've both been on the show, and they've given love to us in their own way. So, absolutely, shout out to them. Fucking, I wish I could remember more of the advice that Adam Posse has tried to impart to me. <laughs> the problem is that Adam Posse wants you to drink with him when he gives you advice. And he wants you to drink at his pace. And then you forget that he is a massive man. Yeah, he's a giant. <laughs> and I mean giant. that respectfully. Uh, but he can, his body can just physically hold more alcohol than mine ever will. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, no, we can keep up. And it's, you know, I remember how that night started. And I know that we <laughs> talked a lot. And that's what I know. So I got to keep, I got to keep one piece of the advice he gave me for that whole night. And that was, you sound like a guy who wants to be funny. Mm. Which was a mythical fucking riddle that I couldn't figure out for like three months. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, I do want to be funny. What? <laughs> Why would I not want to sound like I want to be fu- I don't understand. <laughs> and I never asked him, because that would be easy. <laughs> Plus... I didn't understand how I wound up talking to him in the first place. So I didn't know how to make it happen again. <laughs> He's a bit of an enigma. I, I don't have very many interactions with him, but I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that night out, out at Lagrowski. Zane Thomas. You know Zane Thomas, right? I know of him. I don't think we've like hung out ever. He, he, he had another one of those mics that was going on downtown at uh, Big Lagrowski. And... Uh, it was an outdoor mic, and uh, it was kind of that first bit of opening where the city was letting the bars do their thing, and that was a great time. It was That was a God, mix of everything. I think Lagrowski's cool. That's where I go and do the open mics. Um, they have a cool setup because they have a huge window so people can go inside and perform away from the crowd that the whole everybody outside can see. We call it the fishbowl. Yeah. yeah. So you... You kind of have this band, and then after 10, they have to shut the doors, because there's residential above them, so you can't actually hear anything, and then it starts to get cold. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> then the weather started turning. Yeah. yeah. That's, it was good times. It was good times. Oh, man, it's so much fun. I mean, shit, you get a canvas out there and a couple of torches. Well, they, they did that, too. Yeah, they've got two big party tents, and they have a little um, propane fire. There you go. Fucking solved. <laughs> it's up to a point. Yeah. When when it when it when it was below thirty <laughs> degrees, yeah, it started getting a little much. <laughs> You're talking thirty above, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Thirty bo- thirty above zero. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Chris. <laughs> Chris is a snow person. <laughs> That's not- okay. Well, see, for me, I I spent a long time in Minnesota. All right, I, I went, I did second through sixth grade in Minnesota. Okay, yeah, so you and know the difference I'm, between above and below. Yes, and I know, <laughs> right. These folks down here, they don't understand weather the same way. <laughs> Just, they don't know, they don't know what it means to shovel snow. They also don't know what it means to make an entire cave in your backyard of just snow, and you do it by yourself. And then your mom gets mad at you because you made such a big-ass snowbank snow bank that she comes out and brings you construction flags and says, go ahead and put one of these up every time you go inside your igloo. <laughs> That's a real story. <laughs> Did you... Okay, so here's the thing. We get real scientific with our fucking igloos. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't make the blocks. I just kind of well, shaped no, no, no. it and formed but did it. But did you spray it? No, I just packed it and formed ah. it and packed it and formed it and packed it and formed it and packed it. You could have used so much I, less time. Yeah, but I was a child and had no idea what I was doing. I was also a child. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse. No. Nobody, I had nobody to teach me. I figured it out on my own. Yeah. Now looking back on it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I could have done that better. 
Yeah, you just get some warm uh, warm water in a, and in a, a free, spray bottle, yeah, and uh-huh. you can mist it, and mm, it just... Mm, yeah, I and then when you get inside, you create your heart uh-huh. pack a lot easier. See? That makes so much sense, doesn't it? I'm just saying, when you're... Now you have the ability to go yeah, it, make it, it if I If I can turn into the Flash and go back in time... No, you do it now as an adult. That's well, that would be fun. Specifically the yeah. Flash to go back in time. You have a preferred... That's your preferred time travel method. Sorry, I'm a big time travel It seems nerd, to so. make sense. It seems to make sense. But I've I've been on I've been on a I've been on a superhero kick lately. I'm watching Flash right now, okay. but I just finished Daredevil, and I what figured I had to see Daredevil because yeah, it only made think? sense. That's, yeah, I, I'm intrigued. And well, you gotta support well, your own well, community. Well, well, here here's the interesting thing. I had forgotten that I had seen. I I think I had seen the Ben Affleck movie yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. I think I had seen it because once I did finally see it again. I was like, oh yeah, I do remember this, but I didn't. I wasn't sure at the time, so I watched the series. Yeah. With the on uh, Netflix, I watched that one. I was like, oh, this is fascinating, and everything that he talked about, I was like, yeah, that's how I see. That's that's how I do. That's. I mean, I don't have the heartbeat thing. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, but everything when he when, throughout the entire series, it, it takes a lot if you, you you put it all in 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 just. A summary of it. Everything that he talks about about how blind people move is everything that I have been learning and experiencing over these last two years. Yeah, the wind changes, the temperature changes. I can feel the rise and dip in the elevation. My cane has a ball on it, so it rolls. I don't have to do the tapping necessarily. I can just roll it along. Right. So, and I can feel and I can hear. And it, yes, my hearing is. A lot. I've noticed. I, I've noticed this with my with my own audio bar when I've got the TV on. Um, I barely ever turn that audio bar above maybe fifteen, maybe twenty at most. And I remember back in the day, I'd, I'd have that thing at fifty, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Easily, but I I don't I can I can hear it better, but I I can also hear other things. Tip to the do. <clears throat> There was somebody that was running a power washer on this beautiful Saturday afternoon, okay? They had a fucking pressure washer out there, and so they had a compressor running, all right? And the compressor had this very annoying whine, that, and he had the thing going for a good two and a half hours. And I was, I, clo- I tried to close the windows, I closed everything, I did, I shut all the blinds. I was like, please. It was infuriating. The worst sound. Turn... I can hear things better. I'm not a superhero, but don't get me wrong, but I, I, I pay more attention. I don't know if you saw that post that I put on Facebook, but it's, yeah, I mean, it, it legitimately, it's a chance. I, I really do hear things differently. I get to listen in a much different way. I'm so much more tapped into people, you know. I, it's a tool again. It's like having a rotary phone again, basically. Yeah. It's, it's just there. I get to just have fun and go out and enjoy it. And I'm I'm the wealthiest man alive. That's good. Say something. <laughs> no, we're going to make the audience sit in that. It was very poignant. We weren't going to ruin that. Well, I'm going to ruin it. I didn't know what to say. I'm sorry. I did not know what to say there.
That was that was very beautiful. Oh, I'm thank glad. you for sharing that with us. But anyway, I just said a whole bunch of shit. I hope I hope that all makes sense. Doesn't matter. We just have to fill forty minutes. Hey! <laughs> it's all or nothing, right? Everything and nothing, but so close. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, new Flash trailer, new Flash movie. Charles, <laughs> like back to the thing I gave a shit about Sorry. about the things he Sorry. said. <laughs> the Flash. The Flash. I love, I love the Flash. Because, I love the Flash because especially in the the show, it's kind of occurred to me that Flash is the closest DC gets to Spider-Man, in that. Spider-Man is kind of like a really good-natured guy and life just kind of sucks for him a lot of the time and he basically rolls with it and I Barry is the same way where he's like oh yeah my dad's in prison for killing my mom but whatever oh but let me go back in time two three four times whatever. to try and fix this and oh it didn't work out this time did it not, nope not this time or this time <laughs> but, but every you know no matter what he's he's still like basically good so, um, yeah, I, I love his that, that kind of I had, fallible, but I I I identify with Barry Allen in a weird way. I well, like I don't know. It just I I had a I had a rough childhood, you know. I moved around. Um, I played hockey in Minnesota. I'm a hell of a fucking I'm a hell of a right winger. Yeah, and I'm really good on D. Don't put me in the goalpost, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, my glove hand isn't that quick, but my stick hand is fast. Good times. Uh, those, that's a that's a whole other life. Yeah, people just use me as a meat shield. That was. They're like, go make a hole over there. Okay. <laughs> just a goon. Had a had a weird life. My fa my mother and father divorced. My my father was a uh, he was quite the individual. He didn't know what he was doing. Well, I'm not going to speak on that too much, but he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Um, my mom and him divorced. We, at some point, moved up to Minnesota. She met a man. We moved back down to Texas and then ended up in Oklahoma. And I joined the Army at some point and, uh, you know, joined the military, see the world, right? No, back to Oklahoma. All right, move around a few things. I went to Iraq. Um, I was deployed August of 2005 to January 2007, but I was only in country from late December, was it December 22nd, I suppose, right before Christmas, 2005 until, uh, what, maybe December 27th, 2006. It's right in there. I might be off by a couple of days here or there. Yeah. If any of my old people hear this they can fix it yeah let us know in the comments but, uh, <laughs> um i love how you were like i might be off by a couple days i'm like man i know shit like might have been between the age of 17 and 15 but it, it's just it's been a you know and then you you come home you do college you do you have a life get married you know you fall in love you get married you make all the wrong decisions. You get divorced. You uh, try to pick up pieces and make a new career, make a new life for yourself. You move around, find something that now is going to help you and, and be the new start that you need. And then just when you think everything is going to go perfectly, a stroke of blindness 
stroke of brilliance hits you. <laughs> and now you have to figure it out all over again. And you look back on it, you're like, how many lives do I have to live before I figure out what the heck I'm doing? And I, it's crazy when I think about it. You know, all everything that I've grown up with, everything that I've come from, well, moving around the way my father is, finding out that I've got sisters that I didn't know about, and then dealing with that over all these years and trying to rekindle some of that. There's so many threads that have made themselves known over all this time. And it's... It, thankfully, there are a few things that I rely on. I'm thankful to have been a Boy Scout. You know, a scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. I'm also a soldier. And I value loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. I'm also a SIGTA. And I have values of value, learning, leadership, excellence, benefit, and integrity. These are foundations that have given me the ability to move forward no matter what adversity I have come across. Blindness? I got you. I'll do this. People ask me, Brad, you're really good at this. Well, yeah. What else am I going to do? <laughs> what else am I going to do? Am I supposed to just crawl up into a corner and just be woe is me and pity me? No. No, I'm going to stand out there and I'm going to show you that I'm the soldier that I am. That I'm still as capable as anything that I've ever been capable as before. I have made so many mistakes. And I apologize. But you can always come to me and say, Brad, can we correct this? And I'll be there and I'll correct you. I will take whatever responsibility I need to take for anything that I've ever done. But it's time that we stand up and we say it's time to move forward. You cannot let what has happened to you hinder you from being the most successful person that you could possibly be. And I will stand here and I will continue to fight because I am as just as good as I am today as I was yesterday, but I'm better because I've learned. And tomorrow is going to be even better. That's all I got to say about that. Clap. That was <laughs> powerful. Moving. This is a very everything heavy episode. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> I want to cry right now. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's a first on the show, I think. You can do anything. You can do anything that you set your mind to. Don't ever let anybody take you down. Don't ever let anybody discourage you. Don't let a little little change in, in perception, a little, little change in your outlook on life, deter you from being the best person that you can be. We're going to make mistakes. We are. We do. I'm not perfect. I've got a whole rap sheet. You can find my mugshot if you go ahead and research it long enough. <laughs> it's uh, it's what we do today. As, lo as long as you do your best to be a good person. Live by values that are important. 
try and raise other people up. Be respectful. Take ownership. Talk to people. You're going to have a much better time in life. It's no use in being angry or hateful all the time. There's too much, too much energy and is wasted letting other people occupy that space in your time. I've done that with my father. It's not, it's not, it's not good for you. All it does is put too much stress, too much burden, too much weight on your shoulders. At some point, it's you have to take a, take a good look at, through the kaleidoscope of your life and be like, okay, well, this is what it is, and it is what it is. And I don't want to YOLO you or carpe diem you, but at some point you have to come to terms with what, where you stand with it and move forward. And I think that's, that's a great lesson to learn. And I, I hope to learn more lessons. Maybe, uh, maybe a year from now, Chris, I'm back on another podcast and uh, we, have a, we have another conversation. This has been so much fun. It's great that you think this is going to take a year for me to go, oh shit, I don't have a guest lined up. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, that's, a lot of, uh, that's a lot of faith you have in me, and I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, next time, next time we cannot talk about all this, maybe we can just talk about physics and make fun of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I mean, we still, we still have time. Have, we could do yeah. that. <laughs> it's only been 37 minutes. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. This is amazing. <laughs> Welcome to the the, can the we, time can, warp that is. I love the time everything warp. Everything and nothing. I can can we can we do a professional pause so I can smoke a cigarette? Absolutely. Yeah, we can pause. Okay, soccer. we're back. Now, you might not know this, but we did a pause thing. I don't remember if we announced anything. We kind of did. Sort of, whatever. Anyway, we've been doing more drinking. <laughs> uh, which is good, probably, for the show. Probably. Sometimes. And look at it this way. This, this is the part probably after what airs on Shady Pines Radio. So this is like the full podcast kind of experience. So this is like the extras people maybe don't get. Mm. So this is, this is like the fun part. This is the this, fun part? This is the Patreon part. <laughs> cool. Maybe? Someday, I we're going to do something with our Patreon. <laughs> I think that they can worry about okay. it. Anyway. I would rather they be worried about it. People, please yell at us about our Patreon. That would show interest. I'm, out, I'm about that. True. Guys, yeah. I made a potion drink. <laughs> fuck the things that none of that matters i made a potion drink okay literally just pouring midori peach red bull and uh unfortunately smirnoff into a glass until it looked like the correct color green and uh charlie's a hater uh, no, i i said it would be good at like a halloween party and bradford won't even try it speaking of which it is we are one week from the big day halloween which is kind of this podcast's favorite what's well, uh, gonna be so much fun it's definitely my favorite holiday, favorite holiday I'm so looking forward to it you have uh, Halloween traditions that you no hold. but I do have plans and that's gonna oh. be pretty cool oh sick what are you doing so um, I'm glad that you asked the Libertarian Party of Oregon Multnomah County is hosting a communist monster mash at <laughs> Spud Monkeys on October 30th Saturday where you get to the ideas for you to show up as your favorite, least favorite dictator in history. 
So the theme is to dress up as anybody from Mao to Stalin to Hitler to... But be careful. Be very careful about who you pick up. You know, because, say, you know... I asked the question on stage the other night. Is it racist if I dressed up as Kim Jong-un? I mean, I'm not Asian. But is it okay if you're dressing up as a dictator? Does a joke still work? And everybody said, no, no, you still can't do it. But it's a dictator. Isn't that the point to make fun? No, you still can't do it. So, white people, if you decide to show up, you can't be an Asian dictator or an African dictator. You're going to have to be a white or a Russian dictator. <laughs> Which, to be fair, that's still a long list to choose from. Oh, there's so many people. <laughs> and I love it. Now, the response on stage was great. I'm so glad that they agreed. Like, yeah, that's a terrible idea. But good. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> My point was made. <laughs> you can't see it, but I was showing the video. Uh, I looked up King, Kim Jong-un costume. To see what shows up. There's some strange ones. Mm. You, might be, you might or might not be surprised. To find <laughs> uh, a lot of one was just like a, a generic like mask with the with the hair, and he's just holding an inflatable rocket. Oh, that's it's hilarious! Little rocket man. Little rocket man. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Uh, Nobody cares who I am. I'm allowed to insult Kim Jong Un. Like he'll never know. I'll never be important enough for him to give a shit. But, okay. But, so, yeah. So, we're gonna we're having this uh, costume party uh, on October 30th at Spud Monkeys. That's gonna be a uh, Saturday night, because uh, uh, Halloween is Sunday, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. That's true. All right. Which means that we will be having Patrick Thomas Perkins. Oh, good show. man. Uh, he's a good, he's, he's a great person. That will be his second time, so we are glad to have him back on the show. Hell yeah. Now, the point, the point I bring up about bringing in the, uh, the fact that it's hosted by the Libertarian Party of Oregon, Multnomah County, is that there are some aspirations. And oh, that's I don't right. know. Oh, that's right. I don't know if you realize that Maybe most of our politicians are already pretty blind. Oh, yeah. I couldn't be any more blind than them. <laughs> so I've already got a slogan. Bradford Franks, a vision for the future. Oh, that's awesome. Bradford Franks, leading with sense. Bradford Franks, tapping our way into a better tomorrow. Sometimes we get a little corny with it. I would say you're gonna have to change your cane. I have a few more. You get a little, but we're all good no, with that. No, 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 but no, so so, I I, I do I do have I, I do have some legitimate legitimate things. I there's um there's an idea, of possibly being the. Libertarian candidate for mayor in 2024. Wow. Okay. That and those there are. There are legitimate movements going around. I have put money into the game. There, there's. Well, I have a core team of people that are are excited to help grow the Libertarian Party in in Multnomah County, so that we can do this the right way, the good way to, you know. And several of us are involved in many of the neighborhood associations across the city of Portland. There are a lot of us that are tapped into many different aspects across city government that we're, we're all tracking and learning a lot of different things. I believe there's a very good opportunity here. 
to represent people who haven't been represented before. I, I'm, I'm, I've got all the progressiveness that you want. I got all the liberty that you want. And I know sometimes people, they're like oh, libertarians, they're this, that, and the other, and everybody's going to have an opinion, and that's fine. I, I'm not, and, and you can go look at our platform yeah, at the national level. You want to talk to somebody who has a fairly good understanding, just come ask me, all right? Because I, rep I represent what the Libertarian Party should be. And I'm not a carpetbagger. I'm not just in here out of nowhere. I live in this city. I, I walk these streets every single day. I see what's going on in a way nobody really understands. People have ideas. And for somebody like me to walk these streets, I have the opportunity to speak with these business owners to see the effects of what is going on throughout this city from east to west and north to south in a way that no, most people don't understand because you drive into the city and you walk around a few blocks. I walk these streets every day. So there's an idea. And I, I feel that if the Libertarian Party is ever going to have a, a time for a voice and a movement, it needs to be me. I'm a combat veteran. I'm a teacher. I'm a business owner. I am a disabled veteran. I live here and I love this city. It's a good city. Some problems, but we can fix them. And we spend enough time sending people out there, get to know our neighbors more. We're going to have a lot better time. I don't know what my pitch is going to eventually be. Hopefully this might be a little bit of start. Maybe you can understand me a little bit as we get to know this and build this repertoire. <laughs> um, I don't know all the answers, but I'm here to listen. Um, I think a lot of politicians come to the table saying that they have all the answers. And that's the wrong answer. They don't have the answers. They don't have the solutions. They need to spend more time listening to the people that are electing them to the concerns that they are dealing with instead of just coming up to the front and saying, I have all the plans to fix everything. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. It's not your job to come up with solutions. It's your job to lead what the citizens want to the solution that they want not yours, not the commissioners, not all these other people in power. If you're going to be a representative of the people and serve them, you're not there to have all the answers. You're, here, you're there to make their answers heard, their concerns heard. That's your only job. You're not, fix it, you, you wanna fix it. They have the answers, you don't need any of them. But you need to be of strong will and character enough to go ahead and look at the people that have been in charge for so long and say, hey, stop. Just stop. Do you hear what they're saying? Do you hear what they need? Do you hear what's going on out here? Listen to them. I'm going to be, I, I would like to be 
their voice. Have a question. That's our Libertarian Party segment. Charlie here, and I'm just breaking in here right before we end the actual episode, uh, just for a little announcement. Um, as you guys might know and might have noticed, uh, we're big fans of Halloween around here on this show. So this Halloween uh, is a Sunday, and Sundays are the days that we normally record the podcast. And we, you know, being the uh, the the technically savvy uh, young young guys we are. Uh, we decided, hey, why not take that opportunity to share our favorite holiday with our fans? So you might know Shady Pines Radio is hosting a live Halloween event at the Cruise Room, and we are also hosting a live event uh, on Twitch.tv. Twitch.tv slash Charlonius1, that's C-H-A-R-L-O-N-I-U-S, number one. And we're going to be recording our episode live on the air. So you're hearing this uh, on Thursday, October 28th. And, uh, yeah, Sunday, October 31st, we'll be live on twitch.tv. So Charlonius1 recording our episode, and you can join us, and we'd love for you to be there, and you can interact with, uh, with, with us as we record and find out who our special surprise guest is going to be. And uh, we hope to see you there. Uh, again, it's Sunday, uh, October 31st at 4 p.m. on twitch.tv slash Charlonius1. See you there. All of my friends like that's animal. So I feed the quantum for musical shock to the cool spook box. Then we'll do the twist Pennsylvania stuff. A bullshit creeping all the way. Look at that, we'll hold the beautiful baby and we'll hold the fight because bad and they hold his While the lights are low But you and Curdle do a story of romance There's only one way I've got a chance It takes the Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein or Dracula To put her in the mood for love It takes the cat girl, dog boy, creature from the Black Lagoon To make her feel like making love It takes a monster from outer space To make my baby want my embrace And when I hold her, she's like a dream If only she can hear somebody scream
She doesn't go for parking down in Lover's Lane And lots of moonlight doesn't drive this girl insane She thinks that dreamy music really is a bore But I found out what she's looking for It takes the Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein or Dracula To make her tender as can be It takes a cat, girl, dog, boy, creature from the Black Lagoon To get her making love with me If there's a madman The world she gets romantic It's really quaint When all the other women start to faint we go another episode thrown into a cauldron with eye of new to to a frog you know something of a hog I assume uh, and created into a magical potion and elixir and hidden away in a witch's shack in northern Scotland uh, guys did we learn anything today well we learned that I'm kind of shit at making drinks on the fly it, it looks good that's true. I'm very in the spirit of Halloween. Yeah, just a week away. Don't learn anything. I like to talk a lot. <laughs> That's good. Uh, we learned uh, that that on this show we've we've now broken a person. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, well, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people find uh, you and what's going on with you? Well, everybody, my name is Bradford Franks. I am the Half-Line Fool. You can follow me on Instagram at Blind Eye Comedy. All lowercase, all one word. Nothing crazy. Blind Eye Comedy. E-Y-E? E-Y-E, correct. Blind Eye. Yeah, no, not the, not the letter I, the actual word I. <laughs> Blind Eye Comedy. That's, that's Blinda Comedy. Is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So Blind Eye Comedy on Instagram. I'm the only one. Alright, well, uh, you can find us, everything and nothing, uh, pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we have a Patreon, as we mentioned, that will be worked on at some point. Uh, uh, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Or anywhere you find your podcasts, send us an email, everything and nothing 2020 at hotmail.com. And Chris. Of course, <laughs> you can always catch us every Thursday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. All right. Thanks so much. And bye. thank you, everybody. This has been awesome. 
Thanks, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Shady Pines Radio.